Happy Martin Luther King Day, amigo. Tonight, I am going to start the show in a way I never have before, with the words of someone else. Before Senator Cory Booker dropped out of this presidential election, he did do an interview with the New York Times editorial board, and the final question Cory was asked, who has broken his heart? A question that can go a million different directions, right? Great question. Who has broken his heart? And Booker's response is the following. Look, I have this firm belief that if America hasn't broken your heart, you don't love her enough. And living in Newark for the last 20 years, I mean, I've been broken, shattered, have moments where I wanted to give up. And a lot of them have just involved the deaths of the ones I remember most, the ones that still hurt me that reflect on the deaths of young black men. I love me some Cory Booker. He's not going to be president this time, but he may very well be president in our lifetimes. And with that, Fishby, hit me with some music so I can so I can do the tease. So I can do the tease. Seriously, Fishby? The Latin triangle? For the T's? I love the Latin Triangle, but not for the T's. You have a guitar and a bass guitar at your disposal. And the Latin Triangle? Try again, Fishby. Oh, that's better. Oh, see? I, why you fuck with me? That's so much better. Tonight, the New York Times cuts a baby in half. Fishby attacks my testicles. Whoop! And the coolest way to die. Ever! Like the coolest way to die ever! We'll get to all of that and so much more in the fishbowl. But, uh, but first, thanks for the hot lead, Fishbee. President Donald Trump, your president and mine, the big guy at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. President Donald Trump pledged that his administration would, quote, pause to honor the incredible life and accomplishments of the late, great Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. Fast forward less than 20 minutes later. That's right. Couldn't even make it 20 fucking minutes. Sends out this via his favorite medium. The Democrat Party in the great Commonwealth of Virginia are working hard to take away your Second Amendment rights. This is just the beginning. Don't let it happen. Vote Republican in 2020, all caps. <clears throat> Jesus Christo. Jesus Christo. Our president, good grief. Question one, Fishby, let's do it. Did the New York Times editorial board puss out by officially endorsing two candidates yeah yeah they pushed out for the first time in 150 years of endorsing candidates they endorsed two even though i'm pretty sure they know we can only have one president at a time but they endorsed two klobuchar and warren so instead of moving the needle for one candidate 
All they really did is generate buzz for some, excuse me, buzz for themselves by surprising everyone with two. Oh, they were so close to getting it right. Why couldn't they just endorse Klobuchar? I know I'm in the minority here, but let me make the case again. She's the Goldilocks candidate here. She's perfect. She's a woman. She's from the Midwest. She has lots of experience in the Senate. She's smart. She's funny. She's practical. She's pragmatic. And she gets shit done. And as a former prosecutor, she would light Trump up. She's never lost an election. Amy Klobuchar, the Goldilocks candidate. If she's not your candidate, I implore you to rethink this, especially if you live in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada, or any of the Super Tuesday states. Think Klobuchar. Cool thing the New York Times did, though. Uh, they recorded all the interviews uh, for The Weekly, their TV show that airs weekly, catchy title, on FX and Hulu. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but, but I will tonight. It's a full hour. It looks great. I'll watch it on Hulu. But uh, here's a bright side for me personally. Uh, when the New York Times editorial board needs to send out one member to talk to the media, they only send out one person to do the rounds on all the shows, and today was that day. And that woman's name is Mara Gay. She was on TV a lot. And she is fantastically beautiful and fantastically smart. I am way more attracted to her intellect than I am her looks, but her looks are alone or enough to marry her. She is phenomenal. Mara Gay, she was on TV a lot today, so uh, I can almost forgive the New York Times editorial board for pussing out, but, but not quite. Not quite. What's next, Fish B? On this MLK day, are race relations getting better or worse in America? That is the question of the day. Now, I understand President Trump is making things seem worse with his politics of division. The entire split the country in half and just hope that your half is bigger instead of trying to bring people together. I know that sucks and it makes things seem worse than they are. And then, of course, you've got the Internet, which is indoctrinated, emboldened, and galvanized the extremes. We're America. We've got nut jobs. We always have. We always will. But that's only 3 to 5%, if that, on both of the political spectrums. Don't let the crazy Internet wackos, don't confuse them with actual fucking reality, right? I think things have gotten way better. Just comparing things now to the way things were when I married my former wife, who is uh, African-American. Uh, but when we got married uh, since then, I mean, not only have we elected a black president, but when we got married a million years ago, when we were just kids, barely old enough to drink in 1999, uh, as far as the media goes, I mean, there were very few interracial couples in movies. And if they were in a movie, the movie was probably about them being an interracial couple. Now, not so much. 
and commercials? Like every other commercial is an interracial couple with beautiful multiracial babies. Things are way, and no one bats an eye. Things are way better. I mean, gay people can kiss in commercials now, and the only place they bat an eye is the vice pastor's office. Don't let the president fool you. Race relations are getting better. I know he's applying stress. I know he's, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But over the long arc of history, things are moving in the right direction in this country. What's the best news story you read today? Well, referencing uh, Trump from earlier, talking about the gun rally in the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Well, at that gun rally, although there were lots of people and lots of guns, there was no violence. There was no live fire. And that's a great news story because in this highly politicized environment in 2020 and, and the president's politics of division, we are a ticking time bomb, and this situation in Virginia is a ticking time bomb, too, and I don't want it to happen. I'm not wishing for it to happen. I'm praying that it doesn't happen to L. Ron Hubbard. Don't let it happen, L. Ron. But that's a good story, that there was actually no violence at the rally. Uh, but the best story, I'm going to do the New York Times here. I'm going to split the baby. You asked for the best news, I'm going to give you two. Uh, Delta Airlines, they had a record profit year. So rather than just pocketing all that money or do kind of some kind of stock dividend, they're actually taking $1.6 billion of those record profits and giving all of their 90,000 employees, all 90,000 employees of Delta Airlines are getting a bonus equivalent to two months' salary. Way to go, Delta Airlines. That is the best news story I read today. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Yeah, Fish B, we get it. When's the last time you asked an actual girl out on an actual date? I, 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 why, why are you busting my balls on this, Fish B? I don't know. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's been, it's, been, it's been quite some time. However, today... I was getting a haircut, and, and I almost today. I had, I had a new uh, stylist, if you want to call her that, at the, uh, at the salon or whatever whatever it was where I was getting my haircut. But, uh, and I wanted to. I mean, she was, she, was, she was beautiful. She was ethnic. She had great tattoos. She had a face piercing. She had really hot glasses. Like she was wearing athleisure wear. She was a very well put together young lady. Like if ever there was someone I was gonna ask out to take a chance on, this would have been the time. But unfortunately, as part of the thoughtful gentleman code, and I do try to pride myself on being a thoughtful gentleman. It's not appropriate to ask someone out while they're on the clock. 
especially in the service industry. So it doesn't matter. And, and maybe you disagree, but this is just this is my philosophy as a thoughtful gentleman. Whether it's whether it's your bartender, a waitress, a masseuse, a hairstylist, a manicurist, etc., 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 it's not polite. It's it, it's not cool to ask people out while while they're on the clock. So, so I did not. But uh, but all was not lost. All was not lost at the salon. Uh, because it was the Martin Luther King holiday, there's no school today, so there are a couple kids in there getting haircuts. And there is there there is this woman up, up up at the front, and she worked there. And and for the kids, you know what she was doing for the kids? She was making them animal balloons. And I'm like, you know, I was waiting for my haircut, read, reading my Kindle, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, I've been in here like a dozen times. And not once, not once in those dozen times has anyone ever offered me an animal balloon or a balloon animal, however the, however the phrase goes. And, uh, and, uh, and rest assured, at, at the end of, uh, at the end of uh, my appointment, looking, looking clean, looking dapper, uh, I got myself a balloon animal. They asked what color. I said green, obviously. And I think it's, uh, I think it's a poodle. A, a dog? I, it could be a dinosaur. I, but I, th- I think it's a green poodle. So any day when you get a balloon animal, that's a, that's not a bad day. But, but then I started thinking, wh- where does, where did, where did this woman acquire the skill set to make these balloon animals? Like, like, is there a balloon animal like community college class that one takes? Like. I feel like I've got a fairly well-rounded education. And at no point during my academic career did I ever have the opportunity to learn the very important life skill. I'd probably go on a lot more dates if I could make balloon animals. But uh, I got one. I'm really proud of it. Really fucking proud of my balloon animal. What's next, Fish B? As GMO, yes, that's not a genetically modified organism, that's global media ombudsman. As GMO, did you enjoy the SAG Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards? Yeah, I didn't watch. I was, I was all screened out last night after, uh, after uh, watching both the football games. Here, here, here's what I know, though. Uh, Zoe Kravitz was the best dressed. Oh, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, she was the best dressed. Way to go, Zoe. Uh, everyone's talking about Jennifer Aniston's nipples and the Brad Pitt hug. Uh, they both won awards. Jennifer Aniston for her work on The Morning Show, that Apple Plus series, and Brad Pitt for uh, Best Supporting Actor in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Joaquin Phoenix awarded Best Actor for Joker. That's the way it should be. Best Actor in a Comedy Series. Now this, this chaps my hide, my friend. Uh, once again, at another award show, uh, Tony Galoob from that fucking Mrs. Maisel show on Amazon. Sure, it's an okay show, but why does everyone on that show win every single award, especially when Hank Azaria, the star of Brockmire, the best comedy on TV since Veep, not even nominated, he should win that award Every single year for his work on Brockmire and not even nominated. Uh, no disrespect to Tony Galoob, but uh, t- 
tomorrow I want you to go to uh, your local FedEx or UPS or United Postal Service, and I want you to take whatever the SAG award is, and I want you to send it to Hank Azaria and go, yeah, I, I know this belongs to you. That would, uh, that would make the world a better place. Also, uh, uh, one last thing about the SAG Awards. Uh, J-Lo showed up wearing $9 million in diamonds. $9 million in diamonds, which I find repulsive. I mean, are you the fucking Queen of England? Like, like what are you doing, J-Lo? I mean, I understand it's an award show. These things happen. These diamonds get put on loan, but it's just... It's just, oh, in, in a world where thousands and thousands and thousands of people are sleeping outside in the richest country in America and you show up in $9 million worth of diamonds, I just don't think that's a good look. And, and while, I, while, I'm, while I'm going down that trail there, I used to be guilty of this too, but, but I decided that, you know what? This false value that we put on precious metal as human beings. The whole thing is kind of bullshit. And I used to be guilty of it too. I used to wear diamond earrings and had a gold necklace with a gold ornament on and a fancy watch and a, and, and a nice bracelet on the other wrist. And then I had a ring on each of my ring fingers on each hand. And then I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm just wearing like beads and string from now on. Like, like I just, the whole idea... Rethink, rethink why Klobuchar isn't your candidate, and rethink why precious metals are so fucking precious. What's next, Fish B? Oh, speaking of Brockmeyer, did you keep it Brockmeyer this weekend? Uh, I mean, the sober Brockmeyer. Not season one, season two Brockmeyer, more season three Brockmeyer. I did my YouTube yoga with Adrian, of course. I uh, finished a book. Uh, my, my problem is I start reading too many books at the same time, but I actually finished one, Every Day's End, by Charlotte Jojo Beck. Maybe the finest Buddhist book put out in the year of 1989. Uh, I didn't finish the Aaron Hernandez doc on Netflix, but I'm close. Bill Mars back. That's a good thing. I mentioned that I watched the football. Uh, we did my mom's birthday party at the Red Lobster, and my present didn't go over like a lead balloon. She pretended to like it, so so that I didn't ruin anyone's uh, anyone's meal at the Red Lobster. But by the way, Red Lobster is just uh, they. I mean, there's a reason people call it McSeafood. I I I don't hate it. And I'm always grateful for a nice meal. I don't want to sound like like, like that kind of a snob. I don't want to, I don't want to come off like JLo wearing $9 million worth of diamonds here. But uh God, there's just some stuff on that menu that's just awful. Like, like if you're if you're a restaurant that, that has locations all over, how do you fuck up stuffed mushrooms? Like how do you how do you like they tasted like they literally like before they served them to us they let them sit for twenty minutes at the bottom of the saltwater lobster tank like they were just just rancid just rancid red lobster uh something else I did this weekend um I think I can tell this story and, and, and tell it in a way where uh, I'm not gonna ruin anyone's uh, anonymity here. But I went to a, uh, a NAMI drop-in support group. NAMI, or NAMI, is the National Alliance of Mental Illness. They're a 
national as it as right there in the acronym it says national so they're a national outfit and uh, my outfit of choice and uh, and just to get out and see some other people I, I drove across town and and I went to this uh, I went to this drop in support group they have one a week at different areas around around Spokangelis. And I'm, I'm not even going to mention the sex of the individual. And you know I'm in Washington State, but but uh, th- this story that, that that happened to this person it uh, did not happen uh, in Washington State. So it's not like you can even Google it and figure out what what, what the fuck I'm talking about. But 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 this this this, this poor thing uh, just got out of uh, of the mental hospital and 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 the person is still injured because they were in such a dark place and wanted to wanted to kill themselves so badly and and if, if this is a trigger for you I implore you now stop listening to this podcast you obviously have access to the internet and go to nami.org that's where you find a bunch of resources so uh, but this poor thing. Uh, 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 drove, uh, this individual drove their car into a building as fast as they could, drove their car into a building and, and just got out of the regular hospital and then the mental hospital for quite some time, uh, had full insurance, insurance paid for everything yet in the state where that the accident happened. I'm not sure if you can call it an accident if someone does it on purpose, but no one really, anyway. Is being charged with a felony, a felony, and if they get the wrong judge, is facing up to 10 years imprisonment and a $10,000 fine. To which I say, hasn't this person suffered enough already? I hope they get a great judge and I hope they get a great prosecutor and they and they agree to just to just to throw it out but they were scared and and, and justifiably so and crying and, and it really affected me it uh it was uh I just my my my, my heart goes out to uh to that individual it really does but that's what I did this weekend that's uh that's me keeping a Brackmeyer 2020 style what's next fish B Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Yeah, we fucking get it. Jesus Christo. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Do your testicles even work? Real nice. Real nice, Fish B. Yeah, yeah, my testicles work just fine. In my entire life, you know how many times I've had sex? Three times. Yet I have three kids, so I think it's fair to say that these testicles work. In fact, I am so potent, I once got my cousin pregnant from across the room. And my cousin's name is Fernando. <laughs> What's next, Fish? That's what you get. You, you deserve that. What's next, Fish B? What's up? Since we're all gonna die, oh, that's, that's that's real uplifting. Since we're all gonna die, what's the coolest way to go out? What's the coolest way to go out? Well, 
before I thought, have you ever seen the documentary uh, Searching for Sugar Man? It, it won all these awards, and there was a rumor that Sugar Man uh, uh, killed himself on purpose by lighting himself on fire on stage. But that was that was just an urban legend. That didn't really happen, and I'm not sure that's the coolest way to go out. But 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 this is, and I think I saw this story at uh, at CNN or today. Uh, but Americana singer and songwriter David Olney don't don't feel bad if you don't know who that is. But Americana singer and songwriter David David Olney, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, whose music was recorded by Linda Ronstadt, Steve Young, Emmylou Harris, and others, died of an apparent heart attack while performing on stage in Florida Saturday. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Florida will fucking kill you. Uh, but he's 71 years old. But this is the coolest. I mean, th- this is how you want to go out right. Only stopped in the middle of a song, and he paused, says to the crowd into the microphone, I'm sorry. At which point, he puts his chin to his chest, and that's it. That's a wrap. He's out. That's out. That's how he died on stage. He says to the crowd, I'm sorry. Chin to the chest, and he's out. Well, performing at the 30A Songwriters Festival in Santa Rosa Beach. I guess he didn't drop his guitar or even fall off his stool. Just chin to the chest, lights out, like that's it. Uh, A musician who was performing with him, a woman named Amy Rigby, uh, she wrote on her Facebook that, quote, he was very still, sitting upright with his guitar, wearing the coolest hat and a beautiful Russ suede jacket. I just want the picture to be as graceful and dignified as it was because it first looked like he was just taking a moment. And then she added, we all lost someone important that night. And on that note, Oh, and there's Isaiah's music, which means we've reached our final question uh, tonight. Our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player, one of the... Yep. Isaiah writes, did you hear the, chi- the... Excuse me. Did you hear that Chinese scientists have discovered a brand new dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I heard about this. But all the Chinese did, I mean, they discovered some new feathered flying dragon dinosaur. Big fucking whoop, right? Like, this is the show that just a show ago revealed to the world that dinosaurs aren't extinct. Rhinoceroses are dinosaurs. Oceroses are the name. They've got the body armor. They're dinosaurs. They've got to be. There's no other rational explanation. The Chinese get all the credit for everything. It's this Chinese, I tell you. It's the Chinese. (sighs) Thank you, Isaiah. And now, my friend, it is time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale. Kick it, fish bee. Bernie and Elizabeth Warren finally shook hands at a Martin Luther King church service in South Carolina, and balance has been restored to the liberal force. 
Baylor is the new number one college hoops team in the country, even though Gonzaga hasn't lost, and Spokangelis is pissed. Good thing no one can find it. Good thing no one can find this on a map. The uber beautiful Christina Milian and some white guy other than me had a baby and they named him Isaiah. I'd be willing to have a second Isaiah with Christina Milian. Trump went to the Martin Luther King Memorial in Washington, D.C. before flying to Davos, Switzerland and asked Vice Pastor Pence, who the fuck is that? Aaron Andrews and Richard Sherman hugged out their six-year-old beef yesterday and that sincerely made me smile. And lastly, fighter and fellow Irish whiskey lover Conor McGregor only needed 40 seconds to 40 seconds to knock out a cowboy, but I wouldn't need that long with Christina Milian. And if you don't believe me, ask Fernando. Thank you, Fishby. And now, as we have lately, I'd like to uh, leave you with this following postscript from page 31,333, The World According to Mr. Rogers, Important Things to Remember by Fred Rogers. Always something profound, always sends you out of here on a positive note. Uh, tonight, uh, again, from page 31,333, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lennox is a conqueror? No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Yeah, that is, uh, that's good stuff, isn't it, Fishby? All right. Good night, my friend. Bob's Fishball, five nights a week. We will be back tomorrow with chapter 396. Can that be right? I guess it is. Till then. Be safe. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. You know me and Fish B love you. Adios, amigo.